Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Conversations. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're returning, welcome back. Welcome back. So happy to have you here. Uh, today's show, oh my gosh, you guys. Her name's Suzanne Butler, and she specializes in feng shui. But she's from Australia. I love her accent. Um, we had so many problems with connecting technical wise and it kept cutting off and it gave me some inspiration that I'm going to do bloopers at the end of this one. She had me just dying laughing and I want you to hear it. And instead of leaving it in, I thought I'll just do bloopers. That'll be fun. So stay, stay tuned for that at the end. After the music, I'll have a couple of bloopers. And so anyway, yeah, great talk with her. Um, if you would like to be on the show or have any recommendations or want to just leave me some constructive criticism, I'll take it all. Just send it to conversations at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the conversations name. And I think that's it, guys. So I hope you love the episode. And uh, here we go. are going to be talking today about feng shui yeah well I'll talk about anything but um that's what gets the juices flowing and um what you can't shut me up about so well I don't know much I mean I know old school about it I don't know if things have changed with it I know it's like a Chinese tradition correct yeah how did you yeah so it's an ancient it's an ancient Chinese um um modality I suppose um been around for thousands and thousands of years. It's in the same group as acupuncture, tai chi, and Chinese medicine. So the four of them work together. Um, so basically the easiest way to describe it is feng shui is like acupuncture for your home. So oh. we, yeah, so we, you know, you go to an acupuncturist and they put needles in the meridians where there's blockages and things like that. We do the same in a home with elements. So the five elements that we would use are metal, earth, water, and fire. And I've got a cold. <laughs> My brain's not working. Um, <laughs> metal, <laughs> wood, 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 wood. Okay. Wood. Yeah. So we use the five elements. So all I need is someone's address, the date of construction, and some compass direction, compass readings. That's all I need. Oh. And from that, I can create a personal report and tell the, the occupants what they need to place and where. Now, when I say where they need to place it, it's each home is um, put into a grid of nine squares, like a Sudoku. Okay. Um, so that element just needs to be put somewhere in that square. So it, it could be behind a, a couch. It could be... You know, it could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be in a particular place, just somewhere in that particular gua. Um, but, yeah, what what I always find really interesting is when I get my clients to complete a questionnaire that, you know, basically tells me what's going on for them and, I mean, I'm just curious always to know why they've contacted me. Right. Um, and it's always reflective of what the numbers, when I run the numbers, what comes up in the home. So it's like doing an astrology reading. How cool can, is that? It's super cool. It's like ridiculously cool. So um, 
you know, I've had clients that have had all these really bad things happen to them in quick succession. And when I've done the numbers that those particular things have been incidents that's, that could come out of the home. So it's, it's, I sit and laugh. It makes me laugh. Wow. Because it's so strong. Yeah. Even if the house is brand new. Yep. Huh. Yeah. So what I like to do if someone's building a house is work with their architect and um, wooden drafts person to make sure that it the, the, the facing of the home is like it could be a five degree turn to the left that will change it. That's how, how uh-huh. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that can make a difference to, to the occupants putting rooms in particular places dependent on where the numbers fall because you've got good and bad numbers. So you don't want, you don't want to be spending all your time in areas where there's bad numbers. You want to be spending that time where there's good numbers. So we would put bad numbers in places where we um, would put like toilets and bathrooms and things like that in places where you don't spend a lot of time. Um, so that's, but then we put like an office or bedrooms where the good numbers are. So that's so interesting. So if you yeah. have no control over it, the house is already built. It's a done deal. Um, yeah. Like obviously you can't move your bathroom around. So yeah. what, do, what do you do in that case then? Well, so- we, we, that's when we remedy it. Okay. Yeah. So the whole concept of building to feng shui principles means that everybody, it doesn't matter who moves into the home. It's going to be supportive of no matter who's in there. Okay. So, yeah, but if you remedy it afterwards, then the remedy, I mean, you would still remedy it anyway, but it's it's still going to be a supportive home. If it's not remedied in any way, like from construction or wherever, you have to do a lot more work to make sure it is supportive. So there was actually in um, the paper yesterday um, an article about a home in Sydney when prices in Sydney are ridiculous anyway but it sold $800,000 over the asking price. What? Yeah, 4.6 million it was asking. It went for five point whatever it was because I can't do math. Um, (laughs) um, And it went because a Chinese couple had bought it and the home had actually been built to feng shui requirements. Oh. So they knew that the home was going to be supportive of them and their family no matter what. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's how much um, weight is behind it. Like I sold my house, um, I, mean, I can go into this a bit more in a minute, but um, I I bought a house here, like our market here has gone stupid, like stupid. Yeah, I think um, everywhere. It's gone everywhere. But um, I bought a house in 2019 for 302000 and then I sold it. Um, well, two and a half months ago for 560. Jeez. Yeah. And that was a market record in my area. And it sold in two days. Wow. And a 30-day settlement and I was out. So, and that's because I know it's because of the feng shui. Did you move for, because of the economy? Like you just were like, this would be a good time. I moved. No, like, yeah, I moved for a number of reasons. So this is, um, I'll, actually, I'll, I'll tell your listeners, if they're wanting to change their life 
get a copy of a book called Welcome, uh, Welcome, Welcome Home. Pretty sure it's Welcome Home. Um, it's by a lady named Suzanne Roynan. She's a really good friend of mine. And um, she wrote this book. She's an interior therapist. So she's a feng shui practitioner with exactly the same way. We were trained by the same person. Okay. Um, and she wrote a book before um, before this about interior therapy and what things in your home can reflect what's going on in your life and how you can't move forward. So I separated from my ex-husband, um, well, middle of COVID, left due to DV, and um, I ended up getting the house, settlement, divorce, everything went through, everything was fine. Um, but I'm obviously looking for a new relationship and I couldn't work out why I was doing all the right things, but why wasn't I succeeding in finding a decent man? Mm-hmm. And um, I read her book. Yeah, it's called Welcome Home. Um, I read her book and there was a story in there of a lady she was working with who had separated also, had moved house, but hated a bedroom and she couldn't work out why. And um, she wasn't until they started putting her clothes away in her chest of drawers or a bureau that she realized it was that was the trigger for her because that's where her ex-husband used to lean against and yell at her oh wow and it was a trigger for her so obviously she then got rid of the chest of drawers and moved back into her bedroom and everything was fine so I'd taken possession of this home I'd remortgaged I'd, I'd gotten it all I'd painted it I'd done all the things I'd made it look really really nice and really homely had a great feel to it Um, But I'm sitting in bed reading this book of hers and I just had this, I just burst into tears, had this big epiphany going, I have to move. I can't stay in this house because the memories of him were attached to it. And I'm sitting in a beautiful bedroom with a a gorgeous new bedroom suite, like I bought a brand new bed and furniture, but I'm sitting there looking at a a wardrobe that I had put together while he stood over screaming at me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at this every day, right? This is how am I going to bring a new partner in this energy? So I literally put it. I rang the agent the next day, blah blah blah, and I thought, you know what? I can do so much more with the money I'm going to make, right? Than than I would sitting on an investment that the market might drop and I get a bad tenant and they trash it and I'm yeah. still attached to it emotionally because I lived in it. So did so, you? The place that was specifically laid out how you wanted it to be? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've got this most amazing apartment. I moved from a three-bedroom house with a backyard and a swimming pool and all the things to oh, wow. a two-bedroom apartment that has views over the city of Brisbane, over the local stadium where the, the Olympic Stadium is going to be. Um, oh, I, didn't, I didn't buy it. I'm only renting. Um, but... It's just, it's a community. It's, um, my apartment here is Wong Shong Wong Shui, which is good for money, good for people. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's like living in a hotel. That's amazing. Yeah. You don't have all the yard work and all that stuff. It's just, that's awesome. Did you get rid of a bunch? I, well, so that was the other funny thing. I signed the paperwork to sell and I realized, oh shit, now I have to I have to clean up my backyard. I have to actually do some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I had a gardener and he was like, yeah, next time I'll come, I'll get rid of all the palm fronds. I had like 38 palm trees in my backyard. Can you imagine oh. the mess that they, the palm frond used to make? And he oh just stacked them up in the backyard. And I'm like, now I have to get rid of these. How am I going to get rid of these? 
So yeah, signed the paperwork on the Tuesday and then Wednesday rang a skip company. They delivered one on Thursday. It was full by Friday. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I threw out so much because it's just stuff. Yeah. It's well, stuff. And you don't and... get rid of stuff until you're forced to, like until you move. And then it's like, I don't need to take this with me or, you know, what? Yeah. why did I hold on to this? Yeah. Moving yeah. forces you to get rid of that stuff. Yeah. Like it's that, that, that basket or box of cords and cables <laughs> that you've kept. Why have I got this? I don't even know what this was for. Is there a VCR? I don't have a note of VCR since 1996. Why have I got this cable? <laughs> you know, things like that. Yes. Um, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing. No, at you. I'm, you're I laughing at Grant. I know. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh. It's just, it's just we hold on to so much stuff that does not benefit us in any way. We hold on to things that people give us out of this false sense of we have to. Yeah. Where we just don't. Um, like, I'm sorry, but Aunt Maud hasn't been to your house in 10 years. She might come for Christmas. We don't know. She changes her mind all the time. Right. You really want to keep that really ugly vase that she gave you back in 1982? Why? Yeah, right. Like, you hate it. Why are you keeping it? It's bringing you, like, it's the Marie Kondo thing. It's bringing you no joy. Chuck it out. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I work a bit differently with my clients in regards to decluttering. I don't actually do it for them because if I did, they'd have nothing left. <laughs> right, right, yes. Um, but I do say to them, there is no maybe. You either want it or you don't. And just if it's, it, there's no maybe pile because the maybe pile will be end up being stupendously big and you'll have to go through it again. So it's either yes or no. For me and for people that I'm related to that are going to be listening to this is sentimental stuff. Yeah. That's the hardest stuff to get rid of. Like uh, my parents, when my kids were little, they gave me a sweatshirt, a white sweatshirt that had uh, different colored paint handprints from each one of my kids. I still yeah. have it. I'm never going to yeah. wear it. Um, but Okay, so turn it into print. a pillow. Turn That's it into a throw pillow. That's a good idea. Because there's no point having, like, people keep all their baby clothes and they chuck them in the attic and right. they sit there and they sit there and sit there. And it's like, well, what are you doing with them? Yeah. Like, it does you take know, you, don't, you don't know if your kids are going to have kids. And by the time they have kids, are they even going to be in any condition to be able to be worn? Um, yes, yeah, special things like a christening dress or, you know, baptism dress or, you know, things like that. That's fine to keep. But all the little bits and pieces that um, you keep out of, you think you have to, you don't. Right. Um, I remember my mother gave me a bunch of birthday cards from birth. Um, <laughs> you know, I got a bunch, like it was a stack of them and I'm like going, I don't even know who these people are. Why would I want these? Right. And I just, she kept them. I, I think she was, would have been when I was around 21. She'd kept them for 20 years. I looked at them and I just threw them in the bin. Yeah. I think. Okay. What do I need? I don't need them. Thing, you know, I think people yeah. did hold on to things and people used to collect, you know, like the little precious moments, yeah. figurines and yeah. you know, people yeah. used to collect things and now people yeah. can't get rid of it fast enough. Yeah, and nobody and you have has. To, you have to think what happens when you go. Right, it's going to be someone else's problem. Yeah, 
And yeah. But and I don't think people want to imagine all their stuff getting thrown no. thrown out. No. no. So I mean that's why when I buy things, I spend quality money on quality. I don't buy quantity over you know, I'll buy, I've bought brand new couches. I've wanted leather couches. I can't tell you how long. And everyone says, oh, you've got dogs. You don't want leather couches. Like, I want leather couches. Yeah. So I bought the leather couches and every now and now says, oh, my God, these are so comfortable. These are so wonderful. I'm like, yeah, I know. But they cost me a lot of money and I knew that they were going to be quality and I knew they would last me a very, very long time. That's what it's about. It's about feeling not even filling, creating spaces for yourself that are harmonious, that make you want to be there. You know, a lot of people buy things because it's filling a hole. Mm-hmm. So what is that hole? What are, you, what are you trying to fill? Go and fill it with something else. Right. We um, have a new home. And we haven't really put a lot of pictures up or anything. It's kind of bare bones, which I kind of like. It it seems yeah. clean and not cluttery and all that. Yeah. How do you know if, if I mean, besides being uncomfortable in a room, which I'm not uncomfortable in any of the rooms in my home, how do you know if you need to incorporate feng shui? Um, well, okay. So there's a couple of ways. Obviously, everyone should because it's only going to bring even better things to your life. Okay. But- if you've moved into a home, so obviously not you, but if you've moved into a home and you and your partner start fighting for no reason, there's illness for no reason, you don't know why, you've started getting sick all the time, um, there's money problems, um, like you can't, there's bills just piling up everywhere. And I'm not just talking about moving type bills, but like just consistently, oh, where's this bill come from? Why have I got to pay more money? Um, if children start acting out they don't want to sleep in their bedrooms if um you lose your job and you can't find another one it's the home Hmm. wow yeah like i can i can tell you it's the home um it, it it needs to be remedied it needs to be turned around like this you know people people that are quite wealthy or quite well to do they might move into a house and all of a sudden they're bankrupt where did that come from yeah. You know, that doesn't make sense. Hmm. They've done nothing different except move house. How long and have you been in some time? Way. Um, I've been doing this for eight years. Eight. Um, I've been doing it um, as a business for, like as a consultant for 12 months. Um, but I've been doing it for myself for yeah eight years. And I've lived in three types. So there's four types of homes. If you want to talk about that. Um, sure. There's, yeah. Yep. So there's. Good for money, good for people. That's what I'm in now. So these are what automatically when they're built, this is what they are. So good for money, good for people. You've got good for money, bad for people, bad for money, good for people, and bad for money, bad for people. So they can all be remedied. They can all be fixed and turned around. Um, It's quite easy to do. It's not, not a difficult thing to do. We use either water or um, what we call mountain, which is just like a, a four-foot earthen statue or um, I use pots, terracotta pots mm-hmm. to create it. Um, you'd get told where to put that. Um, yeah, so there are – I've lived in three types of home and they've all been really reflective of what they actually are. Um, the first one 
my ex was really, really sick, um, like super sick, and we were having trouble with money. Um, money was coming in, but it was going straight out. Um, so that was bad for money, bad for people. Um, and as soon as I started putting remedies in, things started changing around. So, so yeah, like, and I'm not, I am not just saying this. This is just like hand on heart on my father's grave. This is what happened. Um, everything just, the phone literally started ringing within days for more work. And we had legal problems. Um, he was doing child custody stuff. Um, plus we had a business that we had a, a problem parent that was causing issues. Um, and that all stopped as soon as I put all the remedies in. So, yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. So the last house I was in with my ex-husband, it was uh, bad for people, good for money. And it was exactly that. I had never had an issue with money, never had an issue. If I wanted money, it was there. Like it just would be there. Um, That's a nice gift to have. (laughs) Well, yeah, it is. I mean, it, it. when I say not a problem with money, my ex liked to spend it on his an alcoholic as well. I, I pick men so, so well. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so he used to spend a lot of the money, but I always had enough to pay bills and that sort of thing. So there was never an issue with you know, scrambling to find cash, but it was bad for people. And that was like, we weren't, we weren't together very long. We weren't married very long. Um, but the fights that we had, as soon as we moved into this house, the fights were like next level. Wow. Like it was, it was abusive anyway, but it just escalated out of control within days of moving in. Um, and it did calm down a bit once I remedied it. Um, unfortunately, he used to move things on me. Jeez. Like I was done. We got married in the December. We moved in in the May. I was done by July. Like I, I checked out. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this. How do I get out? And it took another 12 months for me to actually leave. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's yeah, so was, fascinating though. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as he, he was gone and I re went around the house and did a space clearing and cleared everything out and, um, made sure everything was where it should be. Um, I did meet someone. I mean, it didn't last, but I met someone who was very, very kind and respected me and was lovely, who actually did a lot of helping to help me heal. So um, I'm I'm eternally grateful for that. Yes, I didn't last, but it just didn't, it wasn't meant to be. That's okay. Um, That's normal. Yes, that's, yeah, but that's, that's how quickly it can, it can change. When so you do things properly. The uh, different elements, they do different things. Yeah. So um, metal is the main element we use and we literally put metal in. But when I say metal, like we put in um, like the max, depending on the size, it will depend on the size of your home. So here in my apartment, I, in some places I need to put 21 kilos of metal, which is about I think 36 pounds of it. I haven't got my, I've got my cheat sheet. I can only read kilos. Um, yeah, 30, 
30 pounds of metal, which it sounds a lot. Yeah, but when you look at, you know, but when you look, you go to the gym and you look at the weight plates, I use weight plates. It's actually, they're not big. Like it's not okay. a lot. And I, and I put them in a basket and I've got, I've got them like shoved in the corner. No one even knows they're there. They're just like a oh. decorative basket. Yeah. So, so it's not always stuff that's displayed. It can be. No, just... no, no. You wouldn't okay. even, people walk in here, they didn't even know. Like right. I'll actually ask them, oh, do you know, can you see how I remedy this? And I'll go, no. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So um, the, the metal that evens out. So it sort of weighs down energy or, you know, just keeps things even. You've got fire. Fire is the only element that we use that's with colour. Obviously, we can't put fire in a right. room. <laughs> Might be a little dangerous to right. keep the fire brigade very happy. Right. Um, so we just use colour. So my fire remedy I've got is literally just I've got four frames here in my office um, with um, I've got two sheets of Japanese rice paper with uh -huh. like, got a red print on them and I've got a couple of pieces of red and purple artwork. Okay. That's my fire remedy. Um, they've got wood, use a plant, um, water. I've just got a couple of um, jars, like four-litre jars of um, water with a pump in them around. Um, earth, I've got a bowl full of um, pebbles and some crystals and uh what else have I got earth water fire. Like, I think you said them all that's metal, yeah metal fire wood water yeah. yeah so that's how easy it is what does fire help fire burns through the energy or enhances so some places we you might get an option what you want so if you want to bring money in we'll actually put fire in um, depend that you'll get an option to put fire or water. Water would be to bring in a in relationships, um, and fire would be to bring in money. So some sometimes you'll get the option, and that's just where my questionnaire comes in. Like if obviously if it's a married couple, they're probably going to want more money than bringing in a new relationship. I mean, right. if, they, if they're into if they're into that, hey, I do not judge. That's up to them. That's their life. Um, yes. So, yeah, that's we give options, um, you know, for a single person if they're wanting to bring in or they might choose water. But then as soon as they're in a relationship, we would change the water out for earth or, or they'd put in fire. Interesting. So, yeah. Huh. That's just okay. I, I've only known little bits of it. And, again, it could have been all misinformation, you know, because. No, but it's probably true. It's probably been being true. As per that school of feng shui, right? See, that's the thing. Like, there's so many different schools, and it really came into, I guess, popular culture in the '80s. It was actually banned in China. Like, traditional flying stars, which is what I practice, was actually banned in uh, the '80s, and that's when it started hitting the US and all celebrities and yeah. they developed modern modern feng shui. And that's where you'll see, oh, the front door's north. Um, well, that's not north. That could be southwest. Right. Um, so where I where I work with it is north is north. Your front door is not north. Um, the back left hand corner of your your house is not southeast. It's whatever direction it actually is. Sure. So that's where a lot of miscommunication and misinformation comes from. Um, 
there's also, um, you know, the rules of, oh, you don't have your feet facing the bed. That's not a rule. Uh, having feet facing the bed. Have feet facing the door in your bedroom. You actually want to be able to see the door. The place you don't want your bed is right beside the door. Okay. Because the energy will hit you in the head as it comes through. You want to be away from the direct energy hit. Um, so, yeah, there's... <laughs> There's so much information that I'm now just trying to, um, I guess, reverse. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to do it in a way where it's just really practical. There's no doom and gloom. We can fix anything. Sure. Well, and the, and the benefit, once it's all perfect and you have more harmony, yeah. prosperity, abundance, like yeah, all, all good things. Yeah. Like I now, like I'll, I'll include the money I've made from my house sale. I've made well over $500,000 in money that I was not expecting. Wow. I would like that's that. Not, that's <laughs> not from jobs. That's not from, um, it's not for, you know, from employment or anything like that. It's literally from, I had a couple of compensation payouts because I used to be in the Navy. Um, I had a medical discharge and I got a couple of compensation payouts. I was not expecting half the money that I got for that. Um, yeah. So, and, and just other bits and pieces, like my biggest story is, um, when I first started, as I said, it started working really, really quickly. And then it sort of dropped off again. And I realized why is the money, I knew there was a disconnect with me and money. Right. Struggling to, I was having, having money blocks all over the place. I was running three businesses. Everything was, um, yeah, the money was coming in, but it was going straight out. And I spoke to my mentor. I said, I've done all the things. I've followed your instructions to the absolute letter. What am I doing wrong? She said, let's do a walkthrough. So she did a walkthrough in my house, checked everything out. Now everything's fine. You've, you've done really well until she got to my office. And she said, this is where you sit every day. I said, yes. She said, can you not see the problem? I said, no. She said, your back is to the door. You can't see what's coming towards you. You're going to be attacked from every possible angle. And that's what exactly what was happening. And then she, oh. she said, what's that pile of paperwork sitting there? And I said, uh, it's my tax paperwork. She said, what's <laughs> this doing sitting there? She goes, I said, oh, I haven't done it. She goes, so do your tax. <laughs> I said, yeah, but if I do my tax, I'm going to have to pay tax. And I haven't got money to pay tax, so I don't want to do my tax. She said, do your tax. And I argued with her about five minutes and every time she turned around and said, just do your tax. And that was where my, my block, the block was coming from. And this is what feng shui will do. It won't fix everything. It will make you fix everything. It will uh -huh. make you deal with shit you've been putting off or ignoring. So I've been ignoring this for so long because I've been, I've been so panicking about I'm going to have to pay tax. I haven't got any money. The tax man's going to come after me. I'm going to go to jail. No, I wasn't going to go to jail. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, that's where in my head I was just panicking about it. I said, just right. do your tax. So I pulled my big girl panties up yeah. and I rang my accountant and I said, I need to do my tax. Next minute, eight grand back. Oh, my God. And then that's when everything really started to change. Wow. So, you know, I, I got rid of, it's helped, helped me get rid of that relationship um, because the next, the next 
part is like, well, what's 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 your vision of your life going to be? What do you want your life to look like? Mm-hmm. And obviously I wanted a relationship where I was loved and adored and there was dates and there was this and there was that. So I put a vision board together with all the things that I wanted my relationship to look like. Within two months, that relationship ended because he was never going to give me what I wanted. Yeah. So it really brings into focus what is important to you, what you want, and how you're actually going to get it. Because your home will support you. Um, but I tell you what, if you ignore it, it will kick you up the side of the head with a sidekick. <laughs> you ignore it. Wow. You can't ignore it. It won't let you. So interesting. Yeah. But so- And it just it changes, so changes your... Um, the way of thinking. So last week, um, two weeks ago, I did, I do all my social posts like a week in advance. I write them all and usually to a theme and I'm the biggest procrastinator there is like, that's just how I roll baby. I can understand. Um, Yeah. It's my ADHD kicks in. I mean, we've already had conversations of how fickle I am. I've got a book myself and I've done this and I'm that. Can we change the date? That's just how I am, and I apologize in advance for it. But oh my I can't gosh, it. Um, and I did these posts on a on a word document, and then I went, ah, I'll, I'll schedule them tomorrow. It'll be fine. I came back tomorrow, and the document had disappeared. Oh gone. no, gone. And I had written some absolute gold. Like it was gold. And my, oh. I was like, this is brilliant. I am so brilliant. I'm fabulous. <laughs> You know, that's how I was going with it. Yeah. And the document was gone. And then oh. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? And then I realized, huh, what's this teaching me? Right. Dang what lesson it. is the universe actually teaching me? And it was like, oh, you need to step up. You need help. You need someone to help you. You can't do this by yourself anymore. Right. You can't focus on what's actually important if you're doing all this faffing around with social posts and graphics and even though you love doing it, you need someone to do that for you. Take that off your plate. Right. Okay, I need a VA. So I hired myself a VA. The next day I went to a co-working day. I've opened my laptop. No word of a lie. The document's there. Oh my gosh. Seriously. I had looked everywhere for it. Had looked everywhere. It wasn't there. Open my laptop. There it is. And I've just sat there in shock. (laughs) Thanks universe. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it helps you, helps you make decisions and it helps you sit above the line and take responsibility for things. So do you still have the same vision board? No, that one's long gone. I think I had a vision of like this grand house with this giant swimming pool. I've now had a swimming pool. I don't want another swimming pool. Yeah, now you know. Right. But then if I wanted a swimming pool, I'd just have a pool boy, wouldn't I? (laughs) (laughs) That's like two for one. You get the pool and the date. (laughs) Yeah, no, my vision of my life has completely changed now and um, and that's the thing. You have to keep evolving. You have to right. keep um, changing with with the time and what you thought. Like I thought I would have been married with children by the time I was 25. 
um, I'm 43, divorced, no children. Right. You know, things yeah. don't happen always the way you think they're going to happen. You have to roll with how life sees it's going to play out for you. Yeah, it actually never goes how you ever think it's going to. <laughs> That's anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody Sorry. knows. Just the like now I'm, I'm super happy living in this apartment and I've got visions. My vision now is about moving to, I've already found, <laughs> I've already found um, where I want to move next. Um, I'm just not sure how I'm going to afford it yet. I just found like an apartment at the beach. that's like $1.4 million, you know, just a cheeky 1.4. I'm sure I can make it happen and make everything else happen. Um, just throw up know. some fire around your apartment. Just, just, yeah, just, you know, I'll make it happen. I'll make everything else happen. So, oh. but yeah. Well, that's just all so fascinating. I have learned so much. I loved talking to you. You're absolutely hilarious. Oh, thank um, you. I want you to promote yourself. Tell people how they can find you so that that sure. way, if they want some helpful hints, they can contact you. Yeah. Well, I've got a free group on Facebook. Um, I'll send you the link so you can, okay. um, if you send it, but it's just designing your life on your terms with feng shui. Um, so that's a free Facebook group. I put tips in there all the time and um, give people feedback on particular things. Um, I've actually, well, my next workshop, I do workshops once a month online and my next one's on artwork um, and what artwork is actually telling about your life. Um I've got you know, my website is just suzannebutler.com.au um, and I'm on all the socials. So perfect. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure I get that information out there and um, I, I'm intrigued. I will definitely, I'm going to look for that book and I will get on your yeah. Facebook page and check that out too. Yeah. Like, her, yeah, Rita, you will just, your mind will be blown. I love it. Your when mind that. will be absolutely blown. The last tip I'll give people, if you're looking for, like, women out there, get rid of your wedding dress. Your daughter is not going to wear it. I can guarantee it. <laughs> get rid of it. It's in my closet. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of it. Especially if your marriage has failed and you're looking for a new partner. Yeah. Your friend, get rid of it. Yeah. It's a massive block. That's interesting. It's yeah. so easy just to hold on to stuff. Just maybe tomorrow I'll get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, yeah, I'm, so, I'm also good at procrastination, but anyway, thank you so much, Suzanne. I loved your accent. I loved your humor. You were just a treat. So I really appreciate your time. My pleasure, Dawn. It's been wonderful talking to you. I could talk yes. for hours with you. Yes. I love it. Okay. Well, we'll talk again soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. It's the little things, right? Oh my god, I clicked the right microphone. I've got four. I've got one laptop and apparently four microphones to choose from. Who would have thunk it?
Anywho. That one that one sounds like you're further away. Oh, does that? Yeah, I mean it just it, it sounds just like you're across the room. Uh well I'll just I'll, there. I'll whisper. Is that better? Yeah, that's great. Okay. If, if it cuts just... out again, we can do Zoom. I just don't have a lot of luck with Zoom, but if you feel more comfortable with Zoom, then we can do it that way too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just I'll just lean into the laptop. So you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we'll right into it. Work somehow. Right up in its grill, I <laughs> He didn't oh. believe in it. So he used to move things on me. So it was never ideal. Um, but that house we actually referred to as being called the divorce house because <laughs> where the numbers where the numbers flop fall in the center. Um is where if they've got a very strong independent will, like strong will woman living there, right? Um, or married to a man who is basically a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about the language, it's just who I am. Um, <laughs>